This is Sarah, the DCE intern at Trinity Lutheran Church in Waconia, Minnesota. We invite you to listen as members of Trinity join together to share their stories. Remember the Wonders was made to create a sense of community and connection in a time where we can often feel disconnected and alone in the church. It works to connect new and lifelong members to each other through the sharing of their unique and relatable life stories. We encourage our members to seek God and value in their stories, no matter how big or how small. Referencing 1 Chronicles 16.12. We hope that you join us and remember the Wonders. Joining us today, we have Signe Alexson. Signe, go ahead and tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a junior in high school. I work at McDonald's, and I am a crew trainer there, so I train people in how to do their jobs. Cool. And you know, when you work at McDonald's, like, you come across a ton of different people. Yeah. <laughs> from, like, all walks of life, and... It's really interesting. I really like it. Um, I'm actually training now to become a manager. Cool. So that's like a step up. And I'll get paid more. Sweet. It's <laughs> always good. Yes. Um, yeah. So I have one brother. He's in college. He goes to NDSU. And my parents, obviously I have parents, <laughs> um, they're divorced. So right now... I'm living with my mother because my dad is high risk, and so I had to move out with him about four months ago. Mm, That's tough. That is tough. You know, um, my dad and I are really close, Mm -hmm. and he's such like a a humble and sensitive person, and I feel like Mm -hmm. we can relate in that way, and it's been hard moving out, and getting to see him like once twice a week outside with masks on you Mm -hmm. know and it's you know it's like you feel guilty giving a hug even yeah so that's tough um but you know what's positive about like moving out I guess is I've gotten to get closer with my mom which I mean before I moved out with my dad. I was doing back and forth, so kind of like living with him during the weekday and mom during the weekend, and my mom's a Spanish teacher, so I get to stay home during the summer more at her house, um, just kind of to even it out. Mm -hmm. And I guess before that, I wasn't as close with my mom as I am now, you Mm -hmm. know, because my brother has been in college for two years, I guess, so it was always kind of like her attention was split between us, and then on top of that, I only got to see her half the time, so it's like even less. So um, something really positive coming out of that is that I have gotten to know my mom a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, We've gotten a lot closer, and our personalities are very alike, (laughs) (laughs) which before I thought was definitely going to be a problem in the future as I got Mm -hmm. older and you know, wanted more freedom and all that. But I think I've just kind of learned from this that, like, I am a lot like her, and it's not clashing in the way that I would have expected. Good, good. Yeah, which is, that's pretty nice. Um, I love my mom, and I love my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How long have you been a member at Trinity? Um, I started going to school here when I was in kindergarten, so I suppose around then. Um, yeah, it's been a while. (laughs) 
I suppose when I was younger, though, I didn't, obviously, I wasn't, like, as involved in the church, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I feel like especially within the past year, mm-hmm. I've kind of stepped up and took more of, like, yeah. leadership in it, I suppose, yeah. with volunteering, and mm-hmm. that's something I kind of always wanted to do, and I think I was just kind of scared to figure out how to do that. Right, yeah. And I think I just found a lot of independence throughout COVID, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that kind of gave me the confidence to take the step by myself to get back into coming to church on Sundays and honestly kind of start coming to church, yeah. you know, making it, like yeah. making it my own, of course, and, you know, faith is a journey, and I just feel like I am definitely still on that journey. <laughs> Absolutely, forever. <laughs> yeah, so... It's been wild. Yeah. Cool. Well, Signe, on the podcast, we encourage our members to share an impactful story in their life using the question, how do you know God is real in your life? So how do you know that God is real in your life? You know, when I was younger, it was just a given, you know, like Mm -hmm. God is there, God is real, because I grew up going to private schools, Mm -hmm. private Christian schools, for one, and... um, I never realized like the extent to how much how many people didn't know about God Mm -hmm. and I remember in chapel once it was kind of shocking because the pastor had asked um, all of the students like how many of you know somebody who isn't a Christian Mm -hmm. and I look behind me because I'm younger, sitting in the front rows, and <laughs> yeah, nosy. I whip my head around. <laughs> I see like a multitude of people raising their hand, mm-hmm. and I was shocked. And you know, I was young, so I went home and I was like, "That's so weird. Like, that's sad. That's bad." And you know, mm-hmm. I get older and older, and I realize like there are so many people who have such a bad, like vision of who God is and who the Christian church is Mm -hmm. because of course Christians make mistakes and oftentimes those mistakes like define us according to society you know so like I started thinking like what if all my friends and stuff like I won't see them in heaven and that was a big thought that weighed on me for a while and Mm -hmm. I think that consumed a lot of my mind and it gave me a lot of anxiety for a while just worrying about that and I kind of I like have always devoted my life to to God and carrying out his intentions and stuff and so as I got a little older I suppose um, I started to like really question things more you know Mm -hmm. and stop taking it as a given yeah because I think that kind of stemmed from my life not looking like other people's, you know. Mm -hmm. My parents were divorced, and I feel like a lot of parents at Trinity, the majority of them are probably married. So, um, you know, my life didn't look like other people's, Mm -hmm. and, you know, there were rough patches in there after my parents got divorced. I had to share a room with my brother for a while. (laughs) That was so rough. (laughs) But... Honestly, it took a toll on me, not going to lie. And um, so, yeah, I started to question things a lot and kind of 
you know, everybody kind of comes across that time where it's like, why would God do that to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Why would he give me this, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, it wasn't until I got older that I realized that, you know, that isn't God. That's sin in the world working mm-hmm. its way at you. Right. And you can use God as your tool. I mean, we are God's tools, I suppose. <laughs> so it goes both ways. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, to work yourself out of it and, you know, make stuff for yourself and for him ultimately. And so it was just kind of a lot of small things that, like habits, we talked about that a lot in middle school, habits mm-hmm. in faith and like making it so that it doesn't have to be a second thought and it's quite gratifying you know yeah when you realize like how far you've come in like I was questioning my faith back then Mm -hmm. I still do sometimes but I have a lot more to back it up now because I've learned so much Mm -hmm. and that's yeah you look back and you kind of feel good about yourself you know and it just kind of builds upon itself and I just want to, like, reiterate, it's those small things that, like, small experiences where you realize, like, wow, that was God. That mm-hmm. wasn't just random. It was right. God. And it's when, it's those situations where you feel like you can't talk about them to other people because it's, like, they wouldn't understand. And it's yeah, just, like, yeah. such an intimate thing between you and God mm-hmm. and that appreciation that comes with it, you know? And yeah, it just all builds up and it's not just one, faith isn't just like one big like moment of realization like, wow, Jesus is my savior, God is real. You know, it's like little things that lead you to that conclusion and Mm -hmm. like I said, build upon each other and keep you rooted, you know. Yeah, I love that. You talked about setting those habits, and that's what really helped you through those tough times, was referring back to those habits that you had already built when you were strong in your faith, so then when you did hit a patch of weakness, it was not a second thought. Can you tell us what some of those small habits were that you started that helped walk you through those times? Yeah, for sure. So one of my habits that I would say helped me through the most of my troubles was like, praying and not thinking about it really you know Mm -hmm. like it just happens like you don't have to be like dear god thank you for blah 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 you know it's just like god help me it's over you know yeah it's like always present an ongoing Mm -hmm. prayer you know there is no amen it's just a constant talk with god i suppose and that's funny because the verse of the day yesterday was pray continually. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's like those little things, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then speaking of like the verse of the day, the Bible app, you know, that, yeah, right. that got me through it. I remember um, I used to ride the bus and the bus is not a fun place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll say that, especially my bus. It, I don't know. I didn't feel like I fitted in really. and. Mm-hmm you know, stuff that happens on buses that you don't want to be involved (laughs) And in the morning, I would get picked up really early because I lived kind of far out from Oconia back then. And um, it would be really dark. And 
I'd take my phone and I'd have my Bible out on the bus. Oh, and so sweet. I know. And the bus driver always yelled at me for turning on my flashlight to read. <laughs> so I'd put my finger over the like flashlight so it'd yeah. be like it would be like a red light because yeah. of my like, finger. <laughs> and then I'd read the Bible on my That's way to so school. Sweet. And then the sun would rise and I'd be like, Oh, this is so good. This is God's creation. It was just like so perfect like all of those things just came together to give me such such great fond memories of that Mm -hmm. time you know even in a time when it wasn't exactly like the my favorite you know Mm -hmm. it just made my life a little bit better all those little things (laughs) yeah um I want to kind of revisit the reading the bible on the bus I want you to tell me a little bit more of how you got into that and how you stayed into it. I'm sure some kids on the bus were like, that girl's kind of yeah. weird. What is she oh doing? My, so yeah. um, what was your motivation behind that? Okay, so I started out just like reading books, you know, because mm-hmm. back then we had to read like how many books a quarter for okay, school. Yeah, yeah. And then I would always finish that amount really early because it was like a half an hour bus ride and mm-hmm. I'd get fly through books. And so... I was like, you know, I'm finished with reading these books and I have been like considering my faith a lot more during that time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what if I just pop open the Bible, read a little extra? I know I read in school, but you know, just get ahead a little bit and you know, it it really did help and I'm glad mm-hmm. that I decided to do that cuz it did help in crazy ways and you know you go back read those verses the same way and you remember that experience and then you compare it to your life now and it's like it's crazy that I read it that way because I'm reading it this way now right you know yeah Mm -hmm. taking little notes in the margin yeah I think that goes in the margin I said margarine (laughs) margin butter (laughs) I think that just goes to show how simple Faith can really be mm-hmm. if you just dumb it down to like the bare bones. Of you course, you just gotta pray. Simple yeah, prayers, like thanks God for the food, and then read when you can. I feel like so many people are like, "There's not enough time in the day to sit down and read the Bible." Well, sorry, you spend five hours scrolling through your Instagram. There's absolutely time yeah. if you switch that scrolling on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, and for switch real. it for good news of the Bible and reading it that way. It doesn't have to be a big elaborate Bible study that you mm-hmm. go through every week, but just 30 minutes when you're on your way to school, put it on a podcast. Yep. There's podcasts that <laughs> there literally we go. read you the Bible, just the simple ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. Love that. So through all of this, you may have gained some wisdom or gotten wisdom from those around you. So what is the best piece of advice that you would like to offer or share to the congregation? Um, I would just like to offer the simple fact that like you never know what's going on in somebody else's life. And you know, you might be hearing my story and being like, oh, that's not that bad. Like, you're fine. I am fine. <laughs> I was fine. And I know there are a lot worse stories, but your story matters. Um, no matter the small struggles, the big ones, mm-hmm. it feels different for everyone. And you do experience that. So your stories are justified. And don't let other people feel like your story isn't justified. And mm-hmm. it's it's that's not good. real, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say you should never judge other people because you don't know their story. You don't know what's happening in their life, where they are in their faith. Your job as a Christian is to help give guidance, 
you know, be there. And that's just such a monumental point in my life that I have, that has completely changed my perspective. Mm -hmm. You know, stop thinking like, why is she wearing that? And start thinking, you know, that's, that's cute in its own way. (laughs) That may Mm -hmm. sound a little funny, but you know, when it's genuine, it is genuine. And yeah. 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 I think that totally goes with the exact message that we're trying to get across with the podcast is knowing that yes, somebody's heroin addiction story can shift them into seeing God for the first time. And that's a crazy, awesome testimony for someone to have. But as somebody else coming from growing up in the faith, that doesn't make them any less, any less valuable, any less meaningful to other people to share their story. So Mm -hmm. I love that. Great. I love it too. (laughs) Um, So Signe, if someone wanted to reach out to you, take you to coffee, uh, chat a little bit about you in high school ministry, how could they reach you? You know, I'm at school. Oh, I'm at church. <laughs> school. It used to be my school, I yeah. guess. I'm at church every Sunday, late service, 10 o'clock, contemporary Sweet. service. <laughs> love the music, love the content. So I will be there before and after. Um, yeah. Sweet. And Signe is also one of the awesome high schoolers that comes on Tuesday nights for high school ministry. And she also rejoins us again on Wednesdays to help out with middle school, which is super awesome. And so glad to have her involved this year. Thank you. And making an impact on those younger kids and being just a great role model. I love to be there. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Signe, for sharing your story. And again, just like Signe just said, your story matters. You have something to offer. You have something to share. God is working in the big things and in the small things in your life. So if you feel you are ready to share your story, please reach out to me at sarahvanduzer at trinitywaconia.org and we will get you sharing your story on the podcast. We hope that you join us next time and remember the wonders.